Runaway Brides of Reddit, what's your story? What was the final straw? How last second did you leave? On my 18th birthday, my boyfriend proposed to me at my party, in front of all my family and friends. I said yes, mostly because I was too embarrassed to say no. We'd been dating for two years, but I was just about to start university. I wasn't ready at all. I asked later, when we were alone, if we could have a long engagement, at least a year or two, and he agreed. We told our families and friends we would be waiting to get married. Less than three months later, his mom and my mom took me out for lunch and decided to take me to look at wedding dresses, because it's never too early to start planning. When I saw a really lovely dress that was on sale, my fiancé's mother insisted on buying it for me. Their family was quite wealthy and had money set aside for all of my fiancé's milestones. Education, first car, wedding, etc. She told me they were happy to cover the major costs as they were the ones who wanted a big wedding, and I joked I could pay her back in grandchildren. A few weeks later, his mom introduced me to a friend who was a florist. Next thing I know, I'm looking at bouquets and discussing tables arrangements. Then my fiance starts talking about venues for our wedding, saying we need to start planning so we can find the perfect place. By this point, I'm truly panicking. I'm just a few months into university. I haven't even fully decided what I want to do with my education. Now I'm choosing venues for a wedding that's supposed to be years away? A wedding that's suddenly looking like nuptials of a minor royal? I tried talking to my fiance, but he just wouldn't listen. We saw a venue we liked, but they had no availability for almost two years. So we booked it and I could finally breathe again. I had two years to get ready for my big fat crazy wedding. Then the venue had a cancellation for less than six months away and my fiance accepted it without telling me. Just canceled our future date and took the one that was now available. Then he arranged the entire wedding with the help of his mom and mine, damn her helicopter ways, before telling me. When he told me everything was booked, I went mental. His reaction was that he'd gone with all of my choices regarding catering, venue, flowers, etc., and so I should be grateful that he dealt with all the stressful stuff. All I had to do was turn up. When I explained that I didn't want to get married in six months' time and that this was the third or fourth time I told him I wasn't ready for marriage yet, he told me that I was being childish and that the invitations were at the printer, so it was too late to change my mind. I finally realized that he was manipulating me, so I gave him the engagement ring back and told him I didn't want to see him anymore. I told my family and friends, cried a lot, changed my number because he wouldn't stop calling, etc. Two months later, my mom got a call from his mother because she hadn't been able to get in touch with me to arrange dress fittings and finalize bridesmaids. He hadn't even told them we split up. My mother explained everything to his mother and figured that was that. The following week, she had the audacity to present my family with a bill for half of what they paid out for the wedding. It came out to thousands of pounds. They'd booked everything, right down to the cake and the favors without telling me and wanting me to pay. My friend met a guy and within a week they were engaged. He was in the military and ghosted her about a month after proposing. Six months later, he turns up and starts working at the same place as her and acted like he didn't even know her. Does that count? I was 17 at the time, and still in high school. Met an alleged army guy, pre-full-swing internet, so no way to really check. And we hit it off. I was young and fell in love with guys real fast, so when he proposed, I was ecstatic. The red flags were there. He asked my parents for permission. He proposed loudly at a pizza shop, which socially would have been too awkward to say no anyway. He didn't have his own place, I never met his family, and I never saw any evidence of being in the military. Cue a few weeks 
weeks later, we had a fight because he called out his sister's name during sex. He then told me that everything would be fine because he was going to take me to Kentucky to live on an army base. He also told me he wanted me to be barefoot and pregnant most of the time. Ha ha ha. We were going to get married and leave the day after I graduated high school. I did some real soul searching. I became withdrawn and quiet. I was visiting my Nana one day and she asked me, are you in love with him or in love with the idea of a wedding? And just like that, the bubble burst. I cried and broke it off with him two weeks before I graduated. Apparently, he'd already booked the justice of the peace, but he got married anyway three weeks later with the same ring he gave me. Poor girl. I wish I knew her so I could warn her. Had a friend that didn't know she was the bride until she was halfway down the aisle. Her parents had arranged a marriage for her, common in her culture, and had told her that the family had all been invited to a cousin's wedding. My friend was told everyone was going to be wearing white for whatever reason. I don't remember. They arrived at the church just before the bride was scheduled to walk down the aisle. My friend, thinking they're late, wanted to slip in and stay in the back. Her father, however, takes her arm and they start walking up the aisle. It isn't until they're halfway up that she stops and realizes everyone is looking at her and smiling and crying tears of joy. She turned to one of her aunts in the pew next to her and asked them who was getting married. The whole church went silent and then the aunt looked at my friend's father and said, you can't be serious. You planned a wedding for your daughter and just expected her to go along with it? Have the two of them even met? Did you seriously think this would work? The whole room was then chattering about them and the father just cleared his throat and told his daughter to keep walking. Luckily, the aunt grabbed my friend first and pulled her into the pew, pushed her past the row of people, and they both ran out of the church. Her parents disowned her after that and she moved in with that aunt. At least she had one person in her family who was looking out for her interests. A woman I briefly dated was a runaway bride. Her ex never hit her but constantly belittled her and was basically emotionally abusive. Your standard kit. Telling her she was lucky he wanted her, that she could never find anyone better, that she was ugly but he dealt with it, etc, etc, etc. She was a smart kid, was a medic in the military, saving dozens of lives in Pakistan. But emotionally manipulative people can get anyone if given enough time. And he got her. On her wedding day, her dad, who wasn't usually in the picture, having divorced when she was a teen, was having a conversation with her in the ready room and got concerned when she started repeating a lot of the things her fiancé was saying to her. She said that she was mid-sentence when he stood up and said, let's go to Dairy Queen out of the blue. When she was little, they often went to DQ and talked over ice creams. She took a second, agreed, and they left to go to DQ. But he drove three towns over and they sat and talked over ice cream for hours while her phone rang the battery dead in the car. She said she felt like a huge weight was lifted and felt bad that her friends and family were waiting for her, but they would all understand later. He eventually got back to the church and told the bridal party it wasn't happening and got his buddies to come and move all her stuff out the next day. She said that while her dad wasn't the best father in her teens, he was the best dad anyone could ask for that day. We dated for a couple weeks before we figured out we weren't a good match. We parted amicably, but I haven't talked to her since. Not me, and I'm not sure if it counts as a runaway, but my sister broke up with her fiancé four months before their wedding, which was already planned and paid for. I'll be honest, I don't know the full story. Even now, 18 months later, she still hasn't fully opened up to us about it. But I never really liked the guy. He was nice enough, but he absolutely could not handle his drink. He could never have a little drink. No, he had to drink the whole bar every time, then would come home and puke up over the entire house. He then had the audacity to 
complain whenever my sister would go out with her friends just for a couple drinks, to the point where he eventually just stopped letting her go out altogether. His family was an absolute mess as well. His mom and stepdad were pretty cool, but they moved to Canada to pursue their dreams, leaving my sister and her fiancé in the hands of aunts and uncles who did not approve of her at all. His little brother was on off with his teenage girlfriend he eventually knocked up, and who was always trying to one-up my sister too. Eventually, as far as she's told us, she just felt trapped by the guy. She was prohibited from hanging out with her friends and was forced to go to family events with people who despised her. He made her distance herself from us, which I think was painful for her as she essentially missed quality time with her new nephews at the time. He basically controlled every aspect of her life. Anyway, she unceremoniously dumped him on New Year's Eve and cancelled the wedding then and there. I don't think she ever saw him again after that. She was always out when he came to collect his stuff. Obviously, his family weren't too happy about it and harassed her for months. She became depressed and needed medication, but it was my family that had to foot the wedding bill anyway. They were just glad to have their daughter back. My dad was a runaway groom, broke it off three days before the wedding, mid-1970s, so he was in his early 20s. His fiance, not mom, obviously, and her mother pressured him into proposing, which he did with my grandmother's ring. He also felt society sort of demanded it. It was more common to marry at that age than it is today. Deep down, he knew she simply wasn't the one, but figured maybe all men felt that way before a wedding, so he ignored that and hoped his feelings would change. Months passed and the wedding was all planned out. When relatives and friends from out of town began flying in for the wedding and gifts were arriving, reality hit him hard, and he, to quote Joe Bluth, realized he made a huge mistake. He sat my grandma and grandpa down and said, guys, I don't want to do this. They were proud of him for being honest and actually sort of thrilled. It turns out they hated her guts, but they told him he needed to immediately tell her face to face. And so my dad did. Like a scarred war veteran, he refuses to tell me the details, but said it was the most most gut-wrenching conversation slash argument slash hell he had ever experienced. But he ended it. Of course, this was the 1970s. You can't just announce the wedding is cancelled via a text or Facebook message, which a friend of mine did. My dad took the responsibility of calling every single invited guest to tell them the wedding was off. Even more, he personally returned the gifts to the people who sent them. His fiance sold my grandmother's ring. My boyfriend at the time had a female friend who, the night before her wedding, finally spilled to several friends, including him, that her fiancé had been emotionally and physically abusing her, and she wasn't sure she could get married. We'd all noticed her being distant from us, but she would deny every time that something was wrong. The next day, her family mobilized to get the word out to all of her guests, and a bunch of her friends essentially forced themselves into the guy's house to get all her things back. My boyfriend was a cop, so had a duty to press charges or say something to the guy. I was never clear on this part. The woman was pissed off at him for a while, but now a few years later is seeing someone great whom I've actually known forever and is quite a bit happier now. Plus, she knows friends and family have her back and can get things done. I was engaged, so almost a bride, and there were several final straws. A few were before the engagement. He lived in his car at the time, no judgment on that, but it is relevant, so was not financially stable, and this was just a couple of weeks into dating. Another was him wanting me to send selfies of myself proving where I was at all times and what I was wearing, which was 99.9% my work clothes, black long sleeve shirts and pants, because I'm a server, and I'm at work. So if I wasn't texting back, 
back fast enough, apparently I was with another man. About a month into the relationship, he demanded a key to my condo so he could see me whenever he wanted. The final straw was when he proposed. For down on one knee and said, I knew we were meant to be each other the moment we matched. On Tinder, go figure. I love you so much. Now I can show everyone I own you. Will you marry me? Boy, bye. That was three months into the relationship. I had never met his family, but heard a lot about them. He had only ever met my mother, but that wasn't planned. I said no immediately and walked away. He tried getting into my condo countless times and calling me. Unfortunately, I had to change my number and get a restraining order against him. He was and probably is still crazy AF. One of the people I know is what's called a serial fiancé. She dates guys right until they propose to her. Then she says yes, starts looking for venues, dresses, etc. And then she calls off the wedding and breaks up with the guy, saying, I didn't want to marry him anyway. He's, insert reason here. The last time this happened, she had an AMA about her wedding on Instagram. But two months before the supposed date of the wedding, all of her photos, AMA answers, and mentions of engagement were gone. Maybe she's getting a kick out of it. I don't know. Not me, but my mother. My mom called off a wedding just weeks before the ceremony date because she found out her fiancé had lied to her about his whereabouts and was partying at a hotel with friends and other women. She caught him in a hot tub at 1am with twin sisters. Fast forward about three years later, she starts dating and marries the man who's my biological father. She said meeting the family was especially awkward when she discovered my father had three sisters, two of which were the twins she caught her ex-fiancé with in the hot tub. Years ago, I was a single mom, working hard but not getting ahead at all. Met a good guy type, architect, good sense of humor, etc. We dated for about a year, then got engaged. Then the unthinkable happened, and this is where I'm the jerk in many people's minds. He was in a horrible car accident, broke both of his femurs in his back, about 10 months before our wedding. He was a diabetic as well, so his healing was significantly delayed. He ended up confined to an electric wheelchair, and since his legs were in cast from hip to ankle, his legs had to be extended straight out in front of him at all times. I really, really tried to stick by him, but he made it impossible. He did nothing but complain and moan about every single thing that the doctors told him. Refused physical therapy, would not take his medication correctly, did not cooperate with wound care, wouldn't take his insulin correctly, all the things that make for a horrible patient and even worse person to be around. He managed to get addicted to the narcotics, sleeping pills, and Xanax as well. Through all All of this, our wedding planning was still happening, mostly by his family. He was moved from the hospital to a live-in group home where he only declined. Wearing pants was difficult, so he wore nothing on his bottom half for months, just happy with a bedsheet over his lap. No matter what, his moods were totally uncontrollable. He became violent and so verbally abusive. One evening, he missed the final Jeopardy question and threw his open urinal at me. Even after the doctors had insisted that he had to start bending his legs. He absolutely refused. Nope, not gonna do it. Fast forward to my wedding day. The staff at the group home went balls to the wall to decorate the backyard and make this day so special for everyone. It really was lovely. Our families were gathered and seated and the pianist was playing and my dad was by my side. They opened the door for us to start down the aisle and there he sat with his legs straight out and hospital socks sticking out under a blanket. I froze. Told my dad I needed to go back in the house. Once we were out of earshot of everyone, I told my dad I couldn't do this. I'm so sorry. My dad simply smiled and said, thank God. 
He signaled for my kids to come to the side, loaded them and me in his car, and we drove off. We ended up moving a state away, closer to my family and thriving. The groom did end up in and out of several facilities and has never left the wheelchair. I realized fully that he was suffering from the type of physical, emotional, and mental pain that I will never comprehend. But I knew that I could not raise my kids in that type of environment, and my first commitment was to them. I went on to finish my own degree, and my kids are now adults. No one has thrown urine at me since. I know this must have been a very difficult decision for the original poster, and it sounds like she did her time. She tried to make things work, but I understand where she's coming from. You know why the person's behaving the way they're behaving, and that they are going through a lot of stuff themselves. But when they're not willing to accept any help from you to try and make the situation better, and instead end up just dumping a lot of that stress onto the other person, this isn't a healthy relationship. She made the right decision, and I'm glad she did it. I was almost the runaway bride, and I regret not making that decision. Dated my high school sweetheart for almost two years before the jealousy became overwhelming. I broke up with him a month after we graduated, but we were going to the same college and met up again that fall. I found myself pregnant by that October and was kicked out of my Catholic home. His parents let me stay with them, but we could no longer live in sin and had to be married. I didn't want to go back to living in my car, so I agreed. My parents wiggle back into my life before the wedding. Fast forward to the day of the ceremony and the music begins playing. I stand to start walking down the aisle. My dad takes my hand and says, you know, you don't have to do this. You could just come home with us. WTF? Could he have mentioned this an hour, a day, a week before? I've always hated drama and didn't want to be that person. So I just said that I couldn't and I got married. My ex was controlling, manipulative, and how abusive he was had become much less subtle since I became pregnant and turned overt when we moved out of his parents' house a year later. I ran when he nearly hit our baby's skull with his shoe, which he threw because he'd found something in the carpet I didn't vacuum properly. Yeah, I totally should have picked the runaway bride option. Not a bride, so to speak, but I ran away from a proposal. I was dating this guy who, in hindsight, was abusive, but at the time, I just didn't know it. I knew he was bipolar, diagnosed, and came from a very unstable family. I tried being his rock and getting him to a better place, and sometimes everything was fine, and then others, he was just such a jerk. He started talking about marriage about one year into the relationship. We had already split up and gotten back together twice due to him throwing tantrums and having wild moods swings about how he felt about the relationship. I just sort of nodded along because, well, I did think I wanted to spend the rest of my life with him, but I wasn't ready to get married yet. I figured he was talking about someday far in the future, when we were on more stable ground. A month later, he proposed. Not even in a very eventful way. Not saying has to be. I mean, I just didn't see it coming. We were at his house, as usual. Oh yeah, he lived with his parents. And he was playing video games, and I was watching TV on my laptop. We'd ordered ordered pizza and the pizza arrived and we sat down to eat for a bit. He then produced a ring and proposed. I saw it all flash before my eyes, getting married and being stuck to this person for the rest of my life. I froze, knew I didn't want to say yes, but I was too afraid to say no. Of course, he took my silence as a rejection and started screaming at me about how I was an ungrateful B word and how could I refuse him. His parents came in and also started screaming at me for rejecting their son. I started crying, 
got my purse and ran out of the house. I didn't have my car, so I walked a block and called for an Uber. That poor Uber driver must have been wigged, picking up a girl off the side of the road, bawling her eyes out. I got home and I was shaking. Of course, he tried to call me over and over again, but I refused to speak to him for about three weeks. We eventually talked and I told him I didn't want to be with a person who was so unstable and that he needed to get professional help and get better before he and I could work. He, of course, never did and I haven't heard from him since. We'd been together for six months when he proposed. We were both young at the time and weren't even living together. My gut told me right away that it was too soon, but I said yes anyway and went along with it because I thought he loved me and I loved him. I really thought that we could build a nice life together. I made it clear that I wanted to wait a while before we actually got married, but he was keen to speed things along as fast as possible. I didn't even want to tell our families about it yet because I knew they would give us grief over getting engaged so young and only a few months of being together. As things moved along, I made it clear that I wasn't ready to get married at my age and wanted to spend more time with him before we went through with it. He sort of threw a fit and accused me of cheating on him because there was no other reason in his mind I could possibly want to wait to marry. Things started to get really toxic and I eventually left him for good. I gave him the ring back and parted civilly, but he wasn't about to let it go so easily. He was calling and texting me constantly for weeks, accused me of being obsessed with him and following him around, and I started to realize that he was not in a normal state of mind. I was scared, but it calmed down after a while and things started to get back to normal. Unfortunately, he started spreading all kinds of nasty rumors about me, about how I accused him of being abusive and was abusive towards him. His entire family turned sour towards me because of it, and it was difficult because we shared most of our friends. He ruined my reputation and my self-esteem, but it made me realize that I really dodged one hell of a bullet by refusing to marry him. Every so often, he messages me on social media asking to get back together. I either don't reply or give him a polite but very firm no. This doesn't really matter, but it's another funny little detail. He gave my engagement ring to his mother as a Mother's Day gift, and now she wears it all the time. She has to know it used to belong to me, but still finds it to be a sweet gift from her insane son. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.